Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's something that's happening in the media, and that is they're trying to tell people that that things aren't actually as bad as they really are. Interest rates are now at a 21-year high. Uh, credit card interest rates now are at the highest many have seen in their lifetime, and we have almost a trillion dollars in credit card debt in this country. It may be over a trillion now. I need to go check the numbers again. But there are people now that are going to be dealing with, I can't afford the debt I have and the variable rate debt I have, and I can't afford the house if I've got a variable rate mortgage, and I can't afford to buy a house uh, it, it, even if I can afford the, the actual price of the house, right? Like, I can afford the price. It's something that happens a lot. I can afford the, the actual price. I can't afford the interest on the money I got to borrow. Could have afforded it a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, but not now. And this is going to change, and it is screwing up the housing market. One way it's screwing it up is people with low interest rates are never going to move. Are you going to give up a 2.5% interest rate, a 3% interest rate, to inherit a 9% interest rate? No, most people will not do it. That, and in the housing market, you need buying and selling. And when people that have locked in these low interest rates on these 30-year mortgages see what they would inherit to move, most of them say, not worth it, I'm out. I'm not doing this. 
Now, we also have the problems with inflation. Uh, yesterday was my birthday. We went to dinner last night, and it just makes me laugh now how expensive dinner has gotten. We didn't blow it out. We went to an Italian restaurant. It, was, it wasn't like some five-star restaurant or anything like that. But when you get the bill, you just look at it now, and you're like, are you kidding me? Like, and it's happening everywhere. Uh, almost everywhere I go now, it's just there, there's, there's this new sticker shock that is like, really? Like, this is what we're now having to do? Like, this is how bad it is? This is this is what it is? And it's incredibly frustrating to me to witness the demise of our economy and of, of business owners and small business owners. It's also affecting people in a very real way that own businesses because we're watching people not spend like they used to because they can't afford it. The cost of goods and services have skyrocketed. Um, I'll give you a great example. A couple years ago, we had our, uh, I think it was 2020, if I'm not mistaken, we had our, our dog Memphis's teeth cleaned. It is now 2X more than what it costs because they got to put the dog under and everything else. And she said, I get it. I, I think it's crazy. I'm not sure it, based on the age of the dog that I would do this because of how expensive it is. And she said, this is what the pricing has done since with inflation like i'm really sorry i mean it's affecting going to the vet what it costs to hire staff now is the highest it's ever been in my lifetime and people are like oh well wages are up i I mean you've probably heard that argument quite a few times i've heard that argument quite a few times right wages are up and and so when wages are up um people think oh well that's good news not really not if you're paying nine percent interest on a house and inflation rates and food costs that we've never seen before in our lifetime. Like, no, this is not, uh, to be clear, a good thing. This is a, in fact, this is a very bad thing, uh, an extremely bad thing for this economy and for the American people. So now what is the media doing? They're trying to tell you and convince you ahead of this election coming up that Joe Biden's economy is a somehow working and Joe Biden's economy is not that bad. Representative Jeffries was on TV this morning, and I want you to hear what he had to say about the economy that Biden is, quote, building. Do you feel, you know, one of the things that our colleagues have been reporting, uh, Melanie and others, has been they're not going to have a vote to launch the impeachment inquiry because they don't have 218 votes, mainly because frontline Republicans, the majority makers, many of which many of whom come from your state of New York. Uh, aren't necessarily there yet. I've talked to some of them behind the scenes. They say exactly that. Do you feel like politically it would be advantageous for you if they decide to go down this path? Well, I'll leave the political assessments to others. I think that from a policy perspective, it's exactly the wrong thing to do. As House Democrats, we're going to continue to focus on delivering for everyday Americans, making a difference in the lives of everyday Americans. There's so many challenges that we need to continue to confront. President Biden is leading in an extraordinary way, trying to build an economy from the middle out and the bottom up, as opposed to the top down, which had been the case under Republican presidents. Uh, And we're going to continue to support him in that effort. There also are issues related to gun safety that we should be tackling. Uh, This is a uniquely American problem, and it's tragic. We shouldn't have children uh, who have to familiarize themselves uh, with active shooter drills as early as kindergarten all across the country. We should be tackling gun safety uh, and some common sense measures that we support. But instead, what we see are Republicans with this do-nothing extreme majority wasting the time, 
uh, and the treasure of the American people. And that's unfortunate. I do want to ask you about both the economy and on the, the Jacksonville shooting and gun safety uh, in a second. But I do have one more. We had. I, I mean, you hear this here. They're like, all right, let's go back into campaign mode. Let's tell people that Biden is leading an extraordinary way in an extraordinary way, trying to build an economy. This election coming up, they and you can see it in the media. They're like, all right, like, look, guys, we got to put the brakes on this, right? Like, like, like we got to tell people that things aren't as bad as they aren't as bad as they actually are. We've got to tell people that things are better than they actually are. This, by the way, as Biden went on stage yesterday and forgot the name of his own Department of Homeland Security Secretary, Mayorkas. Listen, Secretary of Homeland Security, a guy who took the job, uh, Thank you for taking the job, pal. <laughs> Forgot his own Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas, a guy that's supposed to be in charge of the border, securing the border, which they've not done on purpose. And how bad is it at the border right now? Another illegal alien freed into the U.S. by the Biden administration from the southern border last night was charged with killing an 11-year-old Aiden Clark. This illegal alien released into the United States of America in 2022 after arriving at the nation's southern border by the Biden administration is now charged with killing an 11 year old after crashing into a school bus filled with children in Clark County, Ohio. This happened on Monday. The 35 year old illegal alien from Haiti appeared in the Clark County Municipal Court where his bond was kept at 100,000 following charge of aggravated vehicular homicide. According to prosecutors, Joseph was driving a Honda Odyssey minivan when he hit a northwestern local school bus that was filled with children. The bus, as a result of the crash, flipped, and the 11-year-old Aiden Clark was ejected from the bus. That Tuesday, by the way, marked the first day of school for Aiden. Aiden's family described him as truly unique, caring, an inquisitive soul, and one of the most awesome and exceptional 11-year-olds in existence. His love of sports were unparalleled. His desire to gain knowledge never stopped. And his weird interests were inspiring and never ending. From his daily vegetable gardening with his dad, trampling jumping with his big sister, creating Minecraft worlds with his big bro, and always snuggling with mom. Aiden loved playing old school board games, doing word searches by flashlight in bed, playing outdoor sports inside, chasing his dog, Daisy May, and snuggling with anyone. An immigration and customs enforcement spokesman confirmed that Joseph is a citizen of Haiti and had arrived at the U.S.-Mexico border in August of 2022. From there, the guy whose name you can't remember, Mr. President, but you're glad he took your job as your Department of Homeland Security Secretary, Mayorkas, at the direction of the Department of Homeland Security, they issued Joseph a notice of a, to appear. That's called an NTA in federal immigration court and released him into the U.S. interior where he ultimately ended up in Ohio. National Immigration Center for Enforcement advisory board members said that Joe Biden's expansive catch and release network at the border is ultimately responsible for what just happened. This is the guy who's running our country right now. And this is what he's doing to our country right now. And if we don't keep telling this story as the Media tries to cover and say, oh, Joe Biden talking to his son about business dealings was just him being a good dad. Oh, somehow you need to understand that you're not giving Joe Biden enough credit for Biden's economy that he's, quote, building. That's their word, that he's building. 
This is now what we're dealing with. 535-9732-535-9732. My question for you is a simple one. Do you give credit to Joe Biden for building a great economy or do you give Joe Biden credit for building an economy that is clearly a disaster? They, they're saying on national TV this morning that you need to give him more credit. You need to give him more credit for building an amazing economy. All right, let me tell you real quick about an amazing company called Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, they have been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. They offer you dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the leftist agenda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, our veterans, and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, making switching easy. You get to keep your same cell phone number, keep your same phone that you have right now, keep your same phone, or upgrade to a new one, and their team will help you find the best plan for your needs and save you real money. You got a small business? They can cover all that as well. All you need to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash ferguson, patriotmobile.com slash ferguson, or call them 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the promo code FERGUSON. Join me and make the switch today and protect our values and stand for them with every phone call. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 878-PATRIOT. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER So you may have heard that interest rates are now at a 21-year high. What you may not have heard is this from the media, that inflation ticked up, not down in July, in the gauges that the federal government looks at when they decide if they're going to raise interest rates again. Inflation actually ticked up to 3.3%. Yes, on an annual rate in July, as measured by the gauge favored by the Federal Reserve. Now, this increase in the Personal Consumption Expenditure Price Index reported Thursday morning by the Bureau of Economic Analysis tracks other readings that show inflation increased last month amid the Fed's campaign to slow it by hiking interest rates over and over and over and over and over again. So what did the report show us? The latest report shows inflation is still above the central bank's goal of 2% annual price growth. 
a bit of bad news for the economy and the Biden administration. So why haven't you heard about this story since this broke on Thursday? It's because the media understands it's a presidential election that's going on right now, and they must tout positive economic developments as proof that Bidenomics and the agenda is working. Now, let's talk about the facts. The core PCE inflation, a measure of inflation that strips out energy and food prices and is generally less volatile, rose a tenth of a percentage point to a new high of 4.2% in a year-over-year rate. That's not good news. That's really bad news. Now, this latest PCE news comes after June's inflation report showed declines. That's what the Biden administration jumped all over that were more pronounced than many economists had expected. Here's the problem. Now, while the, C, then while the PCE is the Fed's preferred inflation gauge, the more commonly cited headline number is the Consumer Price Index. And that inflation was clocking in at 3.2% in July. Inflation has fallen greatly, the White House will tell you, from its peak last summer because the central bank has skyrocketed interest rates. And that's why you're paying a 21-year high on your home if you're going to buy one right now. Other economic indicators have also not been going in the right direction recently. For example, GDP growth has remained, quote, positive. The problem is it's coming down. That's when you know you're headed towards what many refer to as a recession. Also, economic growth increased at a 2.1% annual rate in the second quarter of this year, according to the government's GDP estimates released this week. That follows a first quarter that featured a 2% expansion. That is, again, something they'll point to as, okay, we're going to be fine. But then there's the labor market. The labor market has remained strong as well. However, there are now new signs of slowing. The economy added 187,000 jobs in July, and the unemployment rate inched down to an ultra-low 3.5%. But this is where economists are saying those numbers aren't an accurate portrayal of what's going on right now. This week's release of the job openings and the labor turnover survey showed the number of job openings decreased to 8.8 million in July, the lowest that number has been in more than two years. What that means is people are stopping the hiring that they have been at the same rate that they've been going at for quite some time, meaning that inflation is now catching up to the business owners, corporations, and small business owners. Now, there's another aspect of this that has to be talked about, and that is this part of the conversation. What is the media going to do, and are they going to tell you the truth? I can tell you they're not. In fact, we put together a montage for you, and I want you to share this with everyone you know, because the media understands one thing right now that is incredibly important for them. And that one thing is to tell you that it's just not that bad, that your life is actually going in the right direction, that everything is fine, and that you should just get used to paying these lifetime highs on groceries, and you should be thankful for how good things actually are. I'm not joking. This is their narrative that they are pushing out right now, and it's a narrative that every single one of you should be very upset with. Now, listen carefully, okay? 
Uh, this is an important aspect of this conversation. Listen carefully to the media continuing to tell you that Bidenomics with lifetime highs on inflation for me and for many of you listening and a 21-year high with interest rates now and credit card debt, by the way, is about to be a massive problem in this country. We're more than a trillion in credit card debt and those credit card interest rates are going to be at the highest people have ever seen while they've had those credit cards. So you combined all of this and you've got a huge, massive problem. So is the media telling you that? No. They're propagandists. Repeat after the White House. The economy's strong and I'm happy. And they're all saying the same damn thing. Listen. Bidenomics. Um, polls consistently show that a majority of the American people disapprove of the president's handling of the economy. Eviction filing rates are soaring 50% higher than they were before the pandemic. Over half of Americans earning a six-figure salary report that they're actually living paycheck to paycheck. Tens and tens of millions of people are struggling to put food on the table. The number of homeless people on the streets and in shelters across the U.S. increased significantly this year. Biden trying to rev up his uh, economic vision for America, but a lot of people People aren't buying it because they can't literally buy anything. I'm so sick of how expensive everything is. I don't know how anyone else is surviving out here. I can't go to the grocery store and get a week's worth of groceries without spending $300, $400. Because everything is just astronomically expensive. Eventually, we will have no quality of life whatsoever, not even for the middle class. It'll just be the rich people enjoying life. Is that what you want? Because that's where we're headed. I can't tell you how many people I know, young and older, especially that are living in their cars. And living in their car, idiot. We all struggled, but there's a difference between struggling and drowning. I told my son, all you have to do is work hard, go to college or join the military like I did. He has saved almost every dime and still can't afford to live. It's literally turning into the ultra wealthy and then everybody else is just poor. The everyday necessities that people take for granted you can't afford them anymore. I have never seen somebody pour billions of dollars into another country and not its own. That is clearly hurting. Bidenomics, Biden's formula for strong economic growth from the bottom up, it's so much greater than even the experts in economic stuff expected it to be. How are you feeling tonight? Are you feeling confident tonight? The Biden administration is crediting Bidenomics. The economy is great. It's it's a, it's the Goldilocks economy. I don't recall an economy that is this good. Our economy is doing so well. But guess what? It's working. Bidenomics is working. Bidenomics is working. It is actually working. My God, really is morning in America right now. From your lips, Cornell, <laughs> Bidenomics is changing their lives for the better. Most economists fear the most that the United States economy is too strong. We haven't seen an economy like this, and the Biden administration has been more successfully economically than the, than the New Deal. The Bidenomics, this has been the greatest economic growth of any country in the world. The economy is looking in every meaningful metric right now, uh, you know, uh, frankly, well beyond the expectations of anyone, because real Americans are feeling the benefits. Bidenomics and how well the economy has been doing under Joe Biden. If I were him, I'd actually be declaring victory. This economy is particularly good. People ask me, how did it feel when you were sitting there with a woman vice president of the United States, woman speaker of the House? That's this cool. is Bidenomics. This is Bidenomics. Everything that Joe Biden has done since the beginning of his administration, he has been winning. Close your eyes. 
You look at the gas prices that came down. America is doing incredibly well. Bidenomics. Bidenomics? Things have been looking much, much better for the U.S. economy. The reality is much better than you feel. I know we have Bidenomics. Yeah. Our new Obamacare is Bidenomics. Programs that delivered widespread prosperity, jobs, reducing inequality. The Biden economy was like the Rodney Dangerfield of economies. They couldn't get any respect for the things that they'd done. But you knew it was popular. This is what propaganda sounds like. And and you can hear it in their voices. They're not journalists. They're members of the Biden administration going on TV and, and doing everything they can to convince you that this is amazing, that this is perfect, that you should be the happiest person in the world. You should be grateful for what they've done for you, even though clearly they haven't done jack crap for you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. It's not, by the way, just Bidenomics where the media is doing this kind of crap. I want to give you an example of, of something that has nothing to do with the economy. But it does have to do with a transgender issue. Sage Steele was an amazing anchor at ESPN. Sage Steele is no longer an anchor at ESPN. And the reason why is because as a woman, she made it clear that she was going to defend women's sports. And part of what she decided to do is to say that there is a difference between men and women. And just because you're a dude acting like a chick doesn't mean that you should be able to do uh, what, what Thomas, for example, did in the swimming championships. That it's unfair to women. Martina Navratilova, speaking of, of tennis right now at the U.S. Open, came out. And she was one of the first openly gay professional athletes. She took a huge hit financially for doing that. And she did it when she came out. It was in a time in the, I think it was the early 80s when she, when she came out, that it, it, it completely destroyed her marketability aspect of her career because no one wanted to touch her. She is a trailblazer, would be a better way of, of describing it. And one of the interesting things about her is she's also now come out and people on the and the LGBTQ activist community are attacking her because she's saying, hey, men should not be allowed to play in women's sports, even if they, quote, identify as a woman. So what's the media doing on that issue? They're attacking anybody that says anything that they don't agree with. 
Now, Sage Steele also is coming up with something that I think is a very interesting point that we should all use to our advantage. She said something about science, and she was talking about COVID. You know, in COVID, what was the line? You can't question science, right? That's the Fauci line and, and, the, and the CDC and the NIH and everybody else, right? Like, you got to follow the science. You got to follow the science. You got to follow the science. And that's what they said. You couldn't ask questions about ivermectin. You couldn't ask questions about uh, the, the, how lethal COVID actually was. You couldn't ask questions about people and every doctor saying that you died of COVID in the hospitals because they made more money off it than if it was an actual heart attack or a stroke or anything else. That there's a lot there that, that we should that, that can be talked about, that should be talked about. And if you brought up questions or you had doubts, they immediately said that you were a science denier. Well, here's where Sage Steele has become totally brilliant, and I want to give her credit. She's now ripping those preaching science on COVID, but ignoring the same basic science when it comes to men playing in women's sports. It's also come up at the White House, and the White House is now ducking questions on protecting women's athletes. Listen to Sage Steele on Fox News Channel talking about this. And again, if we're going to follow the science, right, like we did with COVID, the mandate of follow the science, can't ask questions, then why aren't we following the science on the difference between men and women? Defended you. I'm not going to play that. I do want to play this, though, from the White House, because you did. I brought up and then you picked up on it, the issue of trans playing in women's sports. It was brought up at the White House yesterday. This is a hot topic all across the country, and for good reason. Listen to the White House yesterday. Uh, that gives schools the flexibility to establish their own uh, athletics uh, policies. Does he care that girls are allowed to compete in sports without just, fear I, of injury? Just, Does he think it's fair for girls to have to compete against biological males? I just answered the question. It is a complicated issue. It is truly a complicated issue with a wide range of views, a wide range of views. How complicated do you think it is, Sage? This is so ridiculous. Honestly, the more I hear it, the more angry I get because it's not complicated. All these people who've been preaching science for the last three plus years with COVID are all of a sudden ignoring science for something that is so basic. Also, even if you, you talk to people, I've had a lot of people come up to me. We have very different opinions about a lot of things, but, but I feel like on both sides of the aisle, so to speak, the vast majority of Americans agree. This is ridiculous. We know the differences between boys and girls, men and women. And I'm disappointed, and, and a lot of people, a lot of companies, et cetera, that are, they were preaching, you know, women's and supporting women's sports, et cetera, and how about all the Title IX work for all these years, then all of a sudden we're just forgetting it and ignoring it, and most importantly, people who agree with us that are being silent. Why? Because it's easier, because it's safer. And I just feel that if, you, if we don't speak up, and by the way, I mean, I mean men and athletes with big platforms as well, um, I almost feel like we're going to have blood on our hands here because what is the line? All I know is that as a mother and as someone with a, a little bit of a platform, which I don't know what that is right now, but here I am. Like, if we don't do this, then we've wasted, you know, 50 years of work and trying to uplift women. And I, I don't get it. This is, this is pathetic that it's still an issue. And shame on these people in leadership positions for not being willing to give an honest answer. Especially those women who made... Uh, millions, they worked hard, they got those championships, they succeeded, and now they don't stand up for girls that are younger than them. It is mind-blowing, and I hope that you and I get to, maybe off camera, we'll talk about it one day, and I hope we see you again 
and more often on Fox News. Sage Steele, thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I mean, you look at Sage. She's her career in many ways has been ruined. She was an incredible person on TV and sports. And all she said was, I'm going to protect women's sports. That's, that's all she said. Like, it's just that simple. But what does the media do to their own? A, a fabulous career. What it, what, I mean, what do they do? They will attack and destroy you. They will come after you with everything they have. They will make sure that they silence you no matter what. There's, there's also something else here that I think is important to understand. College athletes that speak out about transgender athletes dominating women's sports, when they do it, the universities are not backing them up either. Like, they're not doing it. Listen to this. This is a college athlete speaking out about transgendered athletes in her school. Would you tell us, tell all of us watching right now, what is it like to go into a competition against a transgender athlete when you know the outcome ahead of time? Yeah, it's extremely deflating. I've experienced it five times, and each time I lost to a biological male. And the fact that that's still happening, that women are still losing to biological males in their own sport, shows why we need more female athletes to speak up about this. And so I just kind of want to say to the female athletes in Pennsylvania, don't let anyone silence you. Speak up. Tell the NCAA, your athletic directors, and your coaches that you want fair competition because doing this is nowhere near as scary as it seems, and the amount of support is overwhelming. That is a brave woman who was then ostracized, and what they do um, is they'll say, oh, well, you're a bigot. They'll say you're, you're, being, you're, you're, you're a homophobe, you're a tra- anti-transgender, you're the worst person in the world because you're not willing to comply. And I, I say this to encourage women. That women's sports will only be saved if women start standing up for women. If mothers don't start standing up for young girls, then men will take over women's sports. Now, I'm not saying every position. They're just going to take over the record books. They're going to be ranked number one. Uh, Thomas winning the national championship is a great example of this. It only takes one person, one man, to act like they are a woman and allow them in to destroy the entire women's sports apparatus. And at some point, it's going to happen to your daughter or your grandchild in sports. High school sports now are in full swing. College sports are in full swing. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, when one man gets on the field, whether it's soccer, whether it's softball, whether it's, I don't care, swimming, any of these other sports, lacrosse, they're going to injure women. Like, there's going to be serious injuries to women We've already seen this around the world at the highest levels and in, in different sports, but it's going to happen. And, and that's probably what it's going to take for women to wake up. It shouldn't take that. It's also going to be when the record books get destroyed and when women don't get to go into bigger competitions because somebody takes their spot who's a dude acting like a chick. There is going to be heartbreak. There is going to be lifetime achievements that are going to be taken away. They're going to be destroyed because of what I'm describing for you right now. And that is a real problem. And and this goes back to, by the way, the media here. You cannot be afraid of the media. You have to, I think, just understand that you've got to fight extremely hard. 
to go up toe-to-toe when the media comes from you. Nick Sandman, for example. Remember the kid that was, you know, the drum was being beaten in his face by that Native American. He didn't antagonize. He didn't start it. And he had on a, a MAGA hat, and the media came after him. He ended up suing and winning big time, millions of dollars. That's what it's going to take. It's going to take people doing that. I mean, look at this, look at this young little hero. I'll end with this point on this. L- look at the young boy who had the Gadsden flag patch on his backpack. And what happened? Teachers kicked that student out of class for wearing a Gadsden flag patch on the backpack. It took him being brave, his family being brave, and the community rallying behind him for the school board to then make a decision and and, and vote that he could wear the Gadsden flag on his backpack. They're going to bully you until you fight back. And, and, and that's not bullying, right? That's just defending yourself. It's not bullying at all. That's just straight up saying, I'm going to defend myself. And that's the point that everybody needs to understand. Please take everything I just told you. Share it with your family and friends. Take our podcast. Share it wherever you can on social media. Because I promise you, what I just told you is not and will not be covered by the mainstream media. They are not going to do it. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.